Good morning, everyone, um, or good afternoon. Let's get started with a word of prayer, and then we get started with our devotional. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for loving us and taking care of us and, and always being there for us. Father God, we just praise your holy name. We, we just thank you for being alive. Um, Father God, we ask you to forgive us of any sins we've done, knowing and unknowingly. We ask as we partake in this devotional, whether we're reading it or listening to it, that you bless our ears and bless our mind and heart. Help us to apply your word. Help us to apply anything that, that's being said to our life and change. Father God, we just thank you and we bless your holy name in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's go on with our verse of the day, James 5 and 16. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other, each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Topic day, one prayer at a time. Affirmation, I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it. I am full of compassion. I am loving. I am powerful. I am hearing God. In order to get better at, at something, we must learn to do it. We must learn to practice it daily. When I wanted to learn to play the violin and guitar, I practiced every day for 10 to 30 minutes a day, applying time, listening to music over and over. Honestly, my fingers hurt. Some days I was angry, but some days I was excited to learn. But as I did it more, I got better and faster, and the music didn't sound like noise. It made a pleasant sound. This is like praying for somewhere. This is like praying. This is like praying for somewhere, praying for people. As we do it more, we learn what to say. We learn to pray, and it teaches us humility to be able to submit ourselves to someone else's mercy so that we may pray for them. A lot of times when we pray, we get nervous. We get anxious because we don't do it often. So when we ask to do it, we don't want to. But in order to get better, we must pray more. And most of the, most of a most of all, submit ourselves to God so that He may teach us how to let go of our fears and pray. James is telling us today: pray for for anyone, pray for one another. the The prayer, the prayers of the righteous are powerful, and we learn our authority. And we learn to allow the Holy Spirit to speak through us. We, we can't grow if we don't allow him to speak. Another thing that will increase as we pray for others is our faith. Our faith in God will grow. A lot of times we allow what people don't, what we allow what doesn't happen to affect us. Just because someone isn't healed now doesn't mean they won't be. It means that it wasn't the time. But we must be people that are willing to have faith and move on and wait on God. Matthew 21, 22. And whatever you ask in prayer, you receive if you have faith. When we pray for one another and even ourselves, God hears us. In Psalms 34, 15, the eyes of the Lord are towards the righteous and his ears towards the cry, towards their cry. He hears our cry, even if it isn't about us. It's about someone else. We must believe that his ears are attentive to us and attentive to our needs. When we pray for one another, we must be at a place where we are willing to listen to others to understand what they need prayer for. We can't pray for what we think they need, but we must pray for what they ask for. A lot of people assume they can pray against someone else's prayers, as and as accurate as that might be, that's wrong. We, we have to learn to have a heart of compassion, ask God to turn their heart, and ask God to change everything for their good. First Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray without ceasing. Another thing we must learn about prayer, we must do this all the time, not just today, 
Not, but every day. But God might have not answered you yesterday. But he might answer you today. But we must keep the faith that he hears us and desires for us to be filled with joy. It tells us in James, our prayers are practical, not just powerful, but they can affect anyone we pray for. We have the authority to heal the nations, to heal the world. But if we aren't willing to apply his word and apply faith, we are wasting time. Numbers 11 and 12. Then the people cried out to Moses and Moses prayed to the Lord and fire and the fire died down. Just like the people depended on Moses, they wanted, they went to him so he could stop what was happening. People depend on us to pray for them. They depend on us to help them, but never allow anyone to make you their God. Some people are scared to pray too. Teach them how to pray. If you teach a man to fish, he won't just eat this day. He will eat every day. So when you teach a person about the authority they have and the power they have, they won't have to rely on you. They can rely on themselves. They get in front of God and pray for themselves today. If you feel that your prayers are less effective, you can't do it and you seem it seems too complicated, don't be discouraged, be encouraged and know that God hears and sees you. God is waiting to hear from you. Help others to pray. Show them how to pray for them. It's, it's easy to think that everyone knows how to pray, but not everyone does. Show them. Have the Holy Spirit teach you so that you can show others what God has in store for them. Prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for showing us how to pray. Lord, we love you so much. Help us to pray for the this world. We, we want to change the world, but the only way we can do this is by every day praying for each other. Lord, we ask you to change things that we can't change. Father, help us to be compassionate and loving people. Help us to look beyond the flaws of others and look at them and see. Lord, forgive us if we haven't been praying for others. Father, make us wise, make our make make our knowledge of you and your word so we may show. Father, make us wise and give us knowledge of your word so that we may show others your great love in Jesus mighty name. Amen. OK, so today we're going to talk about prayer. Uh I think the most difficult thing that some people have a problem with is praying for others. Um, only because sometimes we get nervous that we might say something wrong or we might not say the right words or we feel like maybe God might not hear us. And the thing is, is that we are we are supposed to pray for others. God, God tells us in the word to pray for others, to heal the nation. But we can't heal the nation if we don't know, if we don't go out and ask, hey, do you need prayer? Or a lot of times when I pass a devotion to someone, I'm like, hey, do you need prayer for something? And they, they give me their name and they tell me what they need prayer for. And I, I write it down. You know, only way some people feel like, you know, you don't have to practice prayer. No, I'm not saying you have to practice prayer, but doing it more makes you more comfortable. Because the more you speak more and hold people's hands and pray for what they need, it makes you more comfortable, but the less you do it, it's, it's like I said, it's like practicing an uh, instrument. The less you play it, the more terrible you sound. I can remember days of going to violin lessons, and I will barely practice the week. And my violin teacher would immediately tell me, you didn't practice, did you? I said, oh, she said, oh, she said you're paying for this. She said, so when you don't practice, she said, this is on you. And I learned that. 
So every day I will apply at least 30 minutes of uh, practice, 30 minutes, basically. Even when I learned guitar, I go to guitar lessons. He give me a song. I come back and I practice it. It's about not practicing prayer. It's about doing it. It's about allowing yourself to be open to hear from the Holy Spirit so that he may speak to you. A lot of times when we pray, we just pray and we pray and we pray and we pray and we don't give the Holy Spirit time to pray. If you listen to my noonday person, I pause because I hear the Holy Spirit tell me, pray for this person. Or he showed me someone to pray for and I pray for them. And if you listen to my first devotional, my first, uh, even my first devotional, my first noonday prayer, I was nervous. Oh, I was nervous. I was used to praying for people physically, but to pray over a mic, it was nerve. I was very nervous. But as I allowed the Holy Spirit to do it, and as I did it, I it, it feels natural now. And like I said, when I pass people devotions, a lot of times I ask them, hey, do you need prayer? Ask your family members you need prayer. Start with that. Ask your sisters and brothers. Ask your, your spouse, hey, do you want to pray together? Pray with your spouse. Even when you're at church, they ask someone, did you need pray, prayer? Be the first one to raise your hand. Hey, yeah, I pray. You know, and pray for others. Learn to listen. Don't tell someone, oh, that's, I don't think you need prayer for that. Like, let's pray for this. No. Just ask them, let's pray for guidance about this. And it was a guy on Noonday Prayer. He asked um, for a wife. And a lot of times when people ask me to pray for them to get a spouse, I often prayed this. I, I told God, I said, God, you show them what they need to do to prepare, prepare for a wife or prepare for a spouse. Because a lot of times when we want something, we don't realize we don't have it because it's certain things God wants to work on us on. That's even with a spouse. That's even with a new career. That's opening a blessing for provision. A lot of people are like, well, I asked God for $10,000. He ever gave it to me. Well, do you spend your money wisely? No, that's what he wants to work on you first. He wants to work on you how to how to, how to spend your money money wisely. He, he wants to take baby steps. He's God is a, God, a wise God. He's not going to give us something that we're not ready for. Now, that's not saying about healing. That's just like, like I said, your career, uh, your money, a spouse, uh, a new job. If you're crappy at this job, why would he give you a brand new job that has more responsibilities? If you can't even put the fries down when they ask you to, you get what I'm saying? If you can't make it to work on time, you, you see what I'm saying? If you have a girlfriend and you're terrible to her and... Why is it going to make you, make you, allow you to make her your wife? You see what I'm saying? He's going to start preparing you to be able to do things. I always tell people this. When he started me in, in, in my uh, ministry, he gave me eight people. I mean, I had eight people for almost over a year and a half. And those eight people could tell you, two o'clock in the morning, they received the devotional on time. They received it every day. It, every day. Even now, I have over... A thousand some odd people that I send through texts and emails and Facebook and in other ways. One thousand nine hundred people, excuse me. And I send it through mail. I send it through uh, Texas. You know the platforms. My point is, I have a regiment, and that point. This platform is not going to grow if I'm slouchy. It's not going to grow if I'm lazy. But with practice. 
He will give me more. The more I gave, the more I put time into it, the more I show that this is important to me, he's going to give me more. He will give you more. So my point going back to prayer is that when we show that we are taking what we're doing serious, he will show us more. So when you pray for someone, be ready to hear them out. Be ready to connect with the Holy Spirit. If you're not connecting with the Holy Spirit daily, how will you connect with, how are you going to be able to connect with people and hear the Holy Spirit for them? You you see what I'm saying? It takes steps, but it takes practice doing it. Okay. So let's look at some reference verses. Um, Matthew 21. Go to Matthew 21. Go to Matthew. If you have your Bibles, go to Matthew 21 and 22. Sorry, my internet is running slow tonight. Go to verse 22. Okay. If you believe, you receive whatever you pray for in prayer. That is the the basis, the, the first step into praying even for yourself and for others. You must believe. You must have faith that God will see whatever you pray for through. And like I said in devotion, you might, this might not come through for you immediately. This might not. And a lot of people get so discouraged, like, oh, her prayers aren't sufficient because it didn't happen immediately. I didn't receive a healing because she don't know God. No, it means that that wasn't the time. That means right now, maybe your faith isn't aligned. Maybe something is a little off. Maybe it wasn't what God want right now. Maybe he wants to give you your healing in private and not in front of others. A lot of people don't like Benny Hinn, but I love Benny Hinn. I, I, I grew up on watching Benny Hinn. And I grew up, my mom, reading the books. And so I remember Benny Hinn would lay hands on people, and they would immediately lay out. I mean, just like that. And I thought that was the most amazing gift in the world. And I remember when I gave my life to God, I, I, I started reading his books. And I asked God to give me healing in my hand. And he did. And so I will go around praying for everyone. And as you pray for people, it builds your faith. It it allows you to know that whatever you pray for, God's going to give it to you. And so I went around praying for different ones and they will get healing. I even prayed for my mom. She would get healing. My sister, she get healing. And it happened. And the reason why is because it was aligned with God. It was my faith. Sometimes I would go pray for people or pray for my mom and sister and pray for other people. And then it happened. And I'll see the, the look that comes over their face like, okay, she doesn't have healing in her hand. I do. I do have healing in my hand. But if it doesn't align with what God wants for you at that moment, if your faith is not built, it, I can, God can give anyone, even including Benny Hand, the healing power to heal but if God doesn't want that to happen for you because you don't believe and you have more faith in that person that's praying for you, it's not going to come through. You cannot make the person that's praying for you your idol. And a lot of people do that. They're like, oh, you know, let's just say, let's go use an imaginary name. Oh, Sister Mary, let me call Sister Mary because I know she can get a word through. Yes, Sister Mary probably can get a word through. But you can too. God just doesn't listen to people that's been in 
in Christianity for 30, 40 years. He, he doesn't just listen to the people that are pastors and prophets and healers. No, he listens to anyone because it says the prayers of the righteous one are effective. So if you're righteous, if you're walking in the light, if you read in your Bible, if you have faith, he will listen to you too. Don't make someone your idol. Don't do that. And don't allow people to make you their idol. Because at the end of the day, God is the only one that gives you the power and authority to heal. And when you take that power and authority and thinking that you're above everyone else, you will lose your power and your authority. Because that's not what God gave it to you for. He gave it to you to heal. He gave it to you to give a word. Okay. Let's look at our next reference verse. Um, Proverbs 15 and 29. Let's look at Proverbs 15 and 29. If you have your Bibles, go to Proverbs 15. Okay, it says the Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. Once again, he hears the prayers of the, of the righteous. You can think every, anything you want. You can, you can believe that, the, that God doesn't hear you. You can believe that um, whatever you pray for, he doesn't give it to you. But if you're, if you're not walking in the light of the Lord, it tells you here, he is far from the wicked. Not that you're a wicked person, but maybe maybe what he's saying here is that not that you're wicked, but if you're not obeying God's word, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do in your walk with Christ, he's not going to hear you because you're not hearing him. God can speak to some of us and he can tell us, hey, don't do that, you know, or hey, don't do this. I think we talked about this. And because you're not listening to him, why would he listen to you? We have to start giving God the same respect we give every other relationship. I think I've said this too. Start listening to him so that he may listen to you. Start building a relationship with him that is solid, not just built on what he can give you. And that's what a lot of people do. They, they, they build a relationship on God with things that they think that God can give them. And that's not healthy. But when we pray and we align ourselves with his will, God, whatever your will is for my life, show me. And he shows you it. And you pray with that will, not against it. He will open those doors. But if you're praying for something that he never gave you, he never showed you that's in his will for you, it won't come to pass. It, it, it won't. And you can, you can pray forever you want. We all have that free will, but we need to sit down and ask God, what is your will for me? And when you pray for others, make sure you also include that. God, show them your will for them. But Father God, sister so-and-so wants a house. Father God, we ask you right now to give her that house. Give her, her the desires of her house. But Father God, show her your will for her life. Open the doors. Show her what you want her to have. That right there is not praying against it, but it's allowing God's will to line up with your prayers. You see what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? And also, it goes back to noonday prayer when I tell people, I said, 
Anoint yourself with oil. When you're praying for people, don't just go pray for someone. Anoint yourself with oil or pray over yourself before you pray for others. Say, God, protect me while I'm praying for someone. Don't do it out loud. God, oh God, hear me down. Protect me. No, do it in your head. God, please protect me. Put a covering over me. Give me the right words to say in Jesus' name. Amen. Just like that, quick and precise. And the Holy Spirit will give you the right words. We must allow the Holy Spirit to lead us to pray. I always tell the Holy Spirit before I, while I'm driving home, um, when I'm doing these, um, recording these, these new day prayers and devotionals, I always tell God, give me the right words. Don't let me just ramble on. Give me the right words to teach. Give me the right words to pray. Because somehow we could be praying amiss. Okay. Let's go on to our, um, our next, um, verse. Let's see. Go to songs. Oh. Did I write another? Um, I did. Proverbs 28 and 9. Go to Proverbs 28 and 9. Now, this verse here, um, a lot of people have a hard time to understanding um, what is being said in this verse. Um, let's read it. If anyone turns a deaf ear to my instructions, even their prayers are detestable. It See, I think I said this earlier. If you turn a deaf ear to God, he's going to turn a deaf ear to you. It goes hand in hand, and a lot of people don't understand that. That how can you, it's even like in a relationship, how can you expect someone to want to do what you ask them to do and to and to hear you out and to communicate with you if you're not willing to meet them halfway and listen to them? You're always telling them to be quiet. You're always telling them, dismissing what they say. It's like the Lord. Yes, he's powerful, God. He can sit there and listen to you. But he's going to turn a deaf ear because why will he listen to you when you can't simply do anything he asks you to do? That's why we have to make sure when we hear the Holy Spirit speak, we do exactly what he says. I know uh, the Holy Spirit been asking me to put my devotions on YouTube. And so I kind of dragged my feet on it because I was like, I really don't want them on YouTube. I don't I don't think they're good enough that you know that's just a little anxiety I have and I was like I don't I don't know and so I kind of drug my feet on it so for about two days he he kept me from sleeping and I was like God what did I do you know God oh God please hear me God please do this and all of a sudden one night while I was laying in my bed wide awake he said to me he said I asked you to put those devotionals on YouTube I literally grabbed my laptop and I stopped. I started uploading. I'm still uploading because it's 273 episodes. So it's going to take me a while. And so he sees now that I hear him. And because I hear him, I'm obeying him. I slept. Friday night, I slept. Saturday night, I slept. I slept because I listened to him. He heard my cry about sleeping. 
You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying God's going to take something away from you. I'm not saying that he's going to do something to, to, to hurt you, but he's going to do something to get your attention. Like, okay, you want me to do this. Let me get your attention to show you you are lacking what I'm telling you to do. We must be obedient. Obedience is better than a sacrifice. I remember this 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 lady I was talking to. She's she's an older woman, and um, she always said that to me. She says, "Honey, she says, let me tell you something. Obedience is better than sacrifice." And I was like, "Yes, ma'am." And she said, "No, I'm serious." And not that I didn't take her serious, but I thought, "Okay, I, I always obey." And I realized in that moment when. I was up uploading those YouTubes, those, those podcasts to YouTube. I didn't obey. We must obey God. When we pray, when we pray for others, God might even give you a word if you're 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 praying. You're hear God say, okay, pray for this, pray for that. That's how some people can immediately get a word from God because they're listening enough where they connecting enough with their the mind and heart. Where they hear God speak and they're they're saying it through their prayers. And you hear people say, Oh, I didn't, I didn't even tell you that. How did you know? The Holy Spirit told me. So when you pray for others, make sure you are connected on your personal relationship with God. That's another tidbit. That's another tip. That's another rule. You need to be connected in your prayer life with God to be able to pray for others. Yes, we must pray for others. Yes, it's nice to pray for others. But if you're not connecting with God every day, if you're not reading your word, if you're not praying, if you're not being obedient, you will not hear from God. Your prayers won't move at all. So today, if you want to pray for others, you want to be sufficient Make sure you are doing things in your daily life that's connecting with God. Make sure when you pray for someone that you pray a covering over yourself. And also make sure when you're praying for others that you're listening to them and not listening to what you think they should have. And if you think that's not what they should have, ask God to redirect them in their own way. Okay? I hope you all enjoyed this. This taught me a lot reading this, um, reading this devotional, preparing this devotional. Like I always tell everyone, I write these a week in advance. Well, the Holy Spirit give these to me a week in advance. And when he do, he makes sure I partake in this before I give it to you. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus love you and I love you too. Okay, bye.